Hey kiddo, welcome to the Inspire to Engage podcast, where we talk marketing for small business owners, how we can serve our existing clients well, and ways for us to engage more with potential clients. And of course, we'll talk some about the juggles and struggles to do all of this while still having a life. I'm your host, Rachel Eubanks, and I'm so happy that you're here. Hello, sweet listener. Welcome to the first podcast episode of the Inspire to Engage podcast for 2021. Wow, I can't believe it. We made it out of 2020. Now, this episode is about finding your one word for the year. If I'm being completely honest, I am a Grinch when it comes to New Year's resolutions, which is strange to me because I'm typically optimistic and bubbly, but I'm also a realist. For me, the new year has always been just a flip of the calendar page. I've always been simultaneously impressed and angered at the people who found this fun, magical feeling about a new year. That was me from the past. This year, I will say, when it went from 11.59 to midnight, and it was brand new, it was 2021, I just thanked the good Lord that we were in a new year. And I did. I felt a lightness about me. So, I don't know how 2021 found you, but I hope it found you healthy. I hope it found you excited about your business, full of joy. I hope this episode also continues that new year momentum for you. In this episode, I have one of my very best friends in the world, April Coleman. Now, April and I go back over 30 years. She was my sister's very best friend growing up. My sister and I were only two years apart. So it just made sense that our group of friends just kind of molded together. And so there were about five of us that grew up together. And we have over 30 years invested in each other. You know that that means a lot to me because some of you have those types of friendships as well. This episode is about how April finds her one word for the new year. She was one of the first people that talked to me about this strategy. And as a former Grinch of all New Year's resolutions and New Year's talks, one word did not seem overwhelming to me. So she shares her very personal journey about how she prayed for this word and how her this word came to her. And even about some of the struggles that she has felt going into this new year. I think you will find all kinds of value and encouragement in this episode. So without further ado, here is my good friend, April Coleman. April Coleman, I am so happy to have you here. April and I go back over 30 years. And so there was a group of us that grew up together. And I was a little nervous about asking her because sometimes when you ask friends and family, you know, it gets a little bit awkward, but guess what? She jumped in and said, I would be glad to do it. And we're talking today about the new year and especially choosing one word to take into the new year. And she has done this for many years. And that's why I wanted to have her on this podcast episode as we start 2021. But before we go into that, April, will you please introduce yourself to the audience? Hey, Rach. So I'm so excited to be here today. I'm 
honored to be on your show. I love your your content and I love your heart uh, most of all. So blessed by your friendship. I am 38 years old and I've got um, husband been married for almost 15 years and two girls ages six and 10. I live in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and um, I have a side business, a small business I started two years ago called Created Resources. And so my goal with that is to help girls and women know Christ and to constantly live out the identity and purpose they were created for. I believe we've all been created uh, on purpose for a purpose by the Lord, and he wants us to walk in that. So um, probably about four, maybe five years ago now, I was working full-time as an education professor and he put that calling on my heart to minister to girls and women. And um, I kind of try to do that through art themed Bible studies and events and working on some products to release in this new year. So I just have a heart to minister to girls and women. Uh, and then my main job, um, I do teach part-time for University of Alabama. I teach education classes and I also work as the Regional Autism Network Director. I work with families and service providers um, for people and families with autism. So a great privilege to do all of those things. April, if you can tell from her introduction, she's like most of us. She's very busy. She has got a lot going on, but she is very passionate about creating resources and making sure that girls and women recognize through art the beauty that God has put into them and to share to the world. So I love what she does. And uh, we love talking business with each other and coming up with creative ideas. Today, I want to ask you about your new year. And originally, I want to talk about why and how you always get so excited about the new year. But I also, April revealed in our in our prep, in our conversation before we hit record, that this year felt a little different. So I know she's going to be very honest and transparent about it. I ask her because she normally brings like this huge magic to the new year. And I'm not one of those people. So I want to hear from April. How is 2021? How are you doing going into 2021? How are you handling it and facing it? So I wish I could say I was going in with like this great energy, but I'll just be honest. I feel like I have limped into this new year, <laughs> especially <laughs> compared to the past. I think I'm probably not alone there, you know, with, with people in this current world, but um, kind of like you guys, like you and Brandon, before Christmas, the week before Christmas, week and a half, I had COVID and um, I don't know. I just feel like I've kind of been a week behind since then. <laughs> so I even, I usually order my planner and have a new planner for the new year and get so excited. I forgot to do that this year. Like I'm ordering one today from Walmart pickup and going to go get it this afternoon. And um, here we are on what the seventh day, the seventh, yes. <laughs> so, you know, full weekend, but but I am excited and I was really excited you asked me to do this. My first thought was like, oh man, I'm totally unprepared to talk about this this year. But I did have my word picked out, my one word. And I'm excited to share about that um, because I do feel like the Lord gave it to me. It took a little while, maybe longer than usual for me to arrive at it. But I, I do feel like it's kind of a word from the Lord and with some intentions behind that. And yeah, this year I just chose to set um, some intentions rather than some goals. So just kind of some intentions to look at to lean on, to keep moving forward in what, what feels like kind of a hard time that we're moving wearily into. Into that's, that's a good word. In fact, when April and I were talking earlier, before we hit record, we, I mentioned to her that this year I was really excited when it went from 2020 to 2021. I, I was happy to say bye to 2020 and it did feel magical to me. I'm typically not that gal. 
and April's the gal that brings the magic to it. And she was saying, but it's funny, Rachel, because this year I, I limped into it. And so we were talking about the fact that we've heard lots of friends and family tell us the same thing, that the new year going into 2021 just felt different to them. If they were typically one of the people that just embraced it, they didn't embrace it this year. And if they are the ones that kind of poo-poo on it, all of a sudden it was super happy, balloons, fireworks going off. I think it just speaks to where we're at right now and that the quarantining and the COVID and the uncertainties of 2020 and that leads into 2021, it, they, all of these things affect us. But no matter what, it is now 2021 and we are all happy to say bye to 2020 and we want to get ready for 2021 to be the best it can be. So April for a long time has used the strategy. It's the one word strategy. And for somebody like me, who's always poo-pooed on New Year's resolutions, the one word strategy actually spoke to me because I'm like, hey, I can choose one word. Okay, you're not asking me to write down five smart goals. I'll choose one word. So <laughs> April, tell us a little bit first before, you, before we go into the actual word and your intentions, talk to us about what is the one word strategy? I know most people are familiar with it, but give us a quick reminder. Yeah, so a few years ago, probably, I say five, maybe even more than five years ago now, I read a story in Guidepost magazine. So I've read Guidepost since I was a kid. My grandmother gave me a gift subscription every year um, since I've been an adult. And so they have just little short stories by Christian authors. And this one was, I think, by a Christian fiction author. I cannot remember her name. I wish I could give credit, but um, she just shared about how she chose a word for that year, kind of as a theme word to focus on. I think she, you know, talked about how she prayed about it and asked the Lord to give it to her. And then throughout that year, she would focus on it um, just in different areas of her life, kind of just as an overarching theme. And so I thought, well, that's cool. And so the first year, like I said, it's about five years ago. Um, I think grace was the first word that I chose. And um, I always choose a Bible verse to go with it too, kind of as a theme verse to center my heart and my mind for that year. And just as a point of focus across all my goals. I'm, I'm a big picture thinker. So I guess that it just made sense to me and um, to do that. But so, yeah, so over the years I've had, I'll see, one year I had the first year I think was grace and um, freedom. I think peace was one year. Um, create was one year. Mm -hmm. uh, last year was renew, um, like to renew your mind. And so, yeah, those are Kind of just to overview, and a lot of people do this, you know, probably other people besides the author, she probably wasn't the creator of it, but I, it just kind of spoke to me and it was something I picked up and have been successful with. So yeah, okay. enjoy doing. So let's talk then about, because obviously April's talking about one words could be, she's mentioned all the ones and they, those would have been personal words, words that she wanted it mm -hmm. to live out in her personal life. And I should note here, it's very hard to separate your personal life and your business life. All of us listening know, you know, we know that, okay? But do you mind sharing with us a, the one word that you've chosen for your business this year? Yeah, so the word I've chosen is just universal, like across all aspects of my life. That's how it always is. Um, so this year, light is the word mm -hmm. that I've chosen. Um, and I... Really, I kind of feel like that has two um, meanings. So the first meaning is just obviously as a Christian, you know, Jesus says he's the light of the world. The Lord says that there, you know, he is light. There's no darkness in him. We are called to shine his light, you know, Matthew 5, 16. And so those are some of my theme verses. But also just, I feel like it's been a dark year. And um, 
so besides his light, just I want to have a lightness and cultivate a lightness in my spirit. And I want to shine his light in my business. And so looking at shining his light in one way and in another way, focusing on being light and having a light spirit, being light in my health, being light in my mental state versus heaviness. Because, you know, there are ha- habits and distractions. And I, I think we fell prey to those. All of us did. I know I did in 2020. I would do better and worse at times. But, you know, that you can get into some bad habits and just let, you can allow the heaviness of the world to just drag you down in every way. And I want to rise up. I want to be light. You know, I want to embody that in, in every way in, in 2021, or at least focus on it and pray for the Lord to do those things in me. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. you know, that word, I did not know what April's word was before. I purposely had not asked her because I wanted, I wanted to hear it fresh with you, the listener. That word really spoke to me too, April. And what you mentioned about how last year was so dark, it felt heavy. I totally agree with you. That word heavy, it did. And just like you, I noticed that I had gotten into a lot of bad habits towards the end of the year too. Sadly, COVID for me and probably for you really put some of those habits under a microscope. I'll I'll share one example and something I'm working on personally is I had gotten in a bad habit that when I just have three or four minutes between meetings or I just finished up homeschool with my boys and I was heading into something else and I just had three or four minutes, I would grab my phone and check Mm. Instagram. And before long, I didn't even realize until I got so sick and I just really didn't care to look at any of that, how much of a habit that had become. And that habit in itself, it's a bad habit, but what it happened is that it had created so much heaviness in my heart. I was constantly Mm. comparing, was constantly looking at uh, political things, just sad things. Of course, I was looking at happy things, but sadly, Mm -hmm. the comparing and the, the fighting and fussing between people, you know, far outweighed the happy stuff. So there you go. There's that word heavy again. It it did. It felt so heavy. And I'm only sharing that because I want to be honest with other people. Your word light sounds so good to me. And I definitely want to be the opposite of heavy, which was the end of life, which was 2020 by all means. And also some of the, you know, some of the heavy pounds I put on to literally from eating myself to, <laughs> through it. I, I make, I make a joke there, but um, so thank you for sharing that word. And I like what you said there too, that this is my word personally and for my business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cause I had said prior to that, I was like, Hey, or, you know, we can, we can't separate it, but did you choose a different word? And you're like, no, I didn't choose a different word. It's the same word for <laughs> my life and for my business. So let's back up for a second too. You mentioned that mm. you made n- intentions for 2021 and you were yeah. very specific about using the word intentions and not resolutions. So can you talk about your intentions and why you did not use the word resolutions? Yeah, absolutely. And I, let me elaborate a little bit, if you don't mind. I want to go yeah, back go to ahead. your last question. I think, too, it can be overwhelming and paralyzing almost just with all the uncertainty in the world. And so I think just getting back to the essence of who we're called to be as Christ followers. I'm not called to know what's what's up ahead. You know, God doesn't promise it's going to be easy. He actually tells us we're going to have trouble, you know, but that he's never come in the world. And so I guess it, it really strongly for my business, I want to be a light 
I want to be a light with the words I choose to share, with the way I point people to scripture, with the way I myself rely on scripture. And so I guess to shine his light is, is a big part of my, my one word. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that, so then I asked the Lord, well, okay, how, I guess what goals, because I'll be honest, like I told you, I mean, I kind of just felt paralyzed coming into this new year because with all the uncertainty, it's almost like, how can you set goals and dreams when you don't know what's ahead? You know, it almost seems silly. Like, Oh, why should I even plan and dream anymore? Like I did in 2020 and then everything changed. And and I even told my husband that we went on a a getaway the other night. We just went to Birmingham about an hour away. My mom kept the girls and we got to talk, you know, how how unusual that is to get to talk with your spouse. (laughs) And I mean, just being really transparent here, I told my husband, like, I feel like I have stopped dreaming, you know? And he was like, well, I would encourage you to like dream again. Because we do, we just, I think as moms and it's almost a defense mechanism too as Christians sometimes when our grand visions and plans don't line up with the realities, you know, we don't feel like maybe God's listening anymore, doing things on our timeline, which he doesn't ever, which that he does is not entitled to. But um, I, I don't know, I feel like sometimes we, it's a defense mechanism, we kind of stop dreaming and we're like, okay, we'll just survive. And that's not what we're called to. And I want I, I just, I don't know, I feel really compelled that we as Christian business owners, which I think is your audience, should be a light during this time. We have the privilege of being a light, even in the hardest times. And this is not compared to what's going on around the world. We're not in the hardest times, you know. Mm-hmm. These are hard times for Americans because we're used to, um, we're used to pretty easy, comfortable lives. But it's good for us to go through these trials and our faith grows, but we've got to remain steadfast and we've got to remain true to what he called us to, which is to be that light. So sorry, I'm a little little rambly there, but I felt like I needed to get back to that before I could go into my intentions. No, I think think you made a great, you made Mm. so many great points there, but I like what you said too, that you compared us between dreaming and surviving. And there, that is a really big difference. There's, And you're right. I think towards the end of 2020, many of us business owners and moms, you name it, whatever role it is that you play, we we had moved into survival mode and it it wasn't intentional. It it wasn't, we were just worn down. And I'm like you, I I do want to get back to that dreaming and goal setting because I do believe that we are called to do that. And whether you're a Christian or not, I'm so blessed that I work with really good people that they do believe like you, their business is a light. It is a happiness. It is bring, it's supposed to bring joy to other people. And so we do have to move beyond at all possible, just that survival mindset so that we can get our business to be that, to be positive in, in people's life. So you did a far better job explaining that than I did just now, but you said that you would talk about your intentions for 2021. So, so you've got your word, right? Yeah. So you got your word. And then, cause I'm just want people to understand how you went about this. You prayed really hard for your word. It took a while to come, but it came. And then from that, is that where you then set your intentions? Yes. Okay. So then normally I would set goals, like real clear cut goals, you know, to go with my word, um, kind of related to my word in some way. But yeah, I mean, I just asked the Lord, like, what next? You know, (laughs) 
what do you want from me next? Because that's, like I said, what it feels like. It's just been kind of this limping, like I said, and that's a good analogy of like kind of limping over the threshold from 2020 to 2021. And so I think my three goal, I say intentions, intentions are goals um, that the Lord kind of just put on my heart. And they're things that I have obviously heard or been taught before, you know, or, or focused on before, but just um, needed to, to be renewed in my mind. Number one, just to be faithful, faithful in all things and especially the small things, because um, that's what we're called to as Christians. You know, we're not we're not called to like. I mean, he, I think the Lord gives us those those dreams and visions, like big dreams and visions. But we've got to be faithful, serving the people under our roof before we can effectively serve people in our community and in the world. You know, I just I think we've we've got to be faithful in the small things. Um, that that's just how it works. And in the Christian walk and faithful in the things that no one ever even sees except the Lord, um, faithful in that obedience. And then the second one, I'm a perfectionist and sometimes that can just take a grip on me and like shut me down. And so a few years ago, um, when I feel I walked through some health struggles and I feel like the Lord kind of also pointed me to this wisdom. It was something I read somewhere, but just better than before. Mm. Not like, okay. I mean, one thing I'm working on right now, just as example here, practical example is decluttering my house. And so, you know, it doesn't take, it sometimes takes months and months to make the areas of clutter, right? And we can't just snap our fingers. We want to do one day's worth of work and like it be cleared. And that's not, that's not how it's going to work. And so that was a question I read uh, somewhere online a few years ago, like, is it better than before? And focus on that and take away the perfectionism out of it. And just like focus on making things better than before. And that can apply to your health. That can apply to your business. One of my business goals this year um, related to that is um, to pick up painting again and paint on a regular basis myself, um, just as a creative practice and um, just as a way to cultivate my skills so I can continue to grow and teach in others. And um, I think a first step in that is like moving the painting supplies that the new painting supplies that I bought this summer, I want to try a new type of acrylic paint moving them into our dining room, which is where we have kind of our creative space around the same table and just some organizer boxes and like setting up a space for that. That's a baby step, you know, but it's, if I do that, it's better than before. And the next day, if I get out the paints, that's better than before, you know, just kind of incremental or if you work in 15 minutes on your pantry and, and get some things thrown out that are old or, you know, the next day, add your organizational labels or better than before. So um, that's kind of the second principle. And then the last one is uh, just courage or permission to dream again, giving yourself courage, giving yourself permission to dream again and to ask the Lord, like, what do you have for me? You know, and maybe sometimes our dreams don't line up with the Lord's dreams, but if we're walking with him, he's going to meld those two together. You know, he's going to make his dreams our dreams and just being willing to abide with him. And, um, you know, I think in staying in the word too, I wrote down a few Bible verses and one of my goals, I guess, con probably the only concrete goal I have this year that I can like check box besides just intentions is to read through the Bible this year. Um, we're doing that with our church family. It's a, and I'll, I can share that if you have some like reader's notes that will go along with yeah. this podcast, mm -hmm. but it's a five day reading plan. So it includes Old and New Testament and Psalms um, weekly. And I read through the Bible for the first time in 2019. And it was awesome. It was just a great experience. I think it was life-changing for my faith. Um, I'd read through the New Testament before, but not certain parts of the Old Testament. And just to, to take, take that on with a group of ladies, we did it online and encourage each other and held each other accountable. But um, we've got to be in the word. 
And, you know, the Bible says in Psalm 119, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light to my path. And if we're not in God's word, we have no hope. Like we've got to put on the spiritual armor and fight, <laughs> you know, I studied the armor of God this summer and it was just so timely to study. It was Priscilla's Shire study, but like we don't have a hope in this world for anything, for our business goals, for our personal goals, just to survive every day. If we're not immersing ourselves in his word, in his big T truth, because there's a lot of little T truths going around in the world right now that are not truths. And how can we discern truth if we're not grounded in the firm truth of God? So that is my, all. I do have one goal. <laughs> That's my one goal to read through the Bible again, but with our church family um, and I mean, to lead our kids in that to um, our children's ministry, we're just doing the New Testament part of it with the kids. I think the Psalms as well, but um, if we can do that. We'll, we'll have been successful this year. You would totally be successful. Yes, intentions. And I, when you read Psalms 119 verse 105 a minute ago, I, my eyes got so big because honestly, I was reading a different book earlier this week, or maybe it was the end of last week. And I was like, it, it had that verse in it. And I said, oh my goodness, my boys need to know this verse. It was perfect for me. I had already went in my head when you chose the word light and you talked about the word light a few minutes ago. I was like, that is so funny because we're studying this verse this week. And then you just now read it and I thought, oh, oh, <laughs> um, I love that. that has been something that we focused on in, in our, in, in homeschool as well, that particular verse. And it's funny that you're talking about light because there you go. It just keeps coming up over and over and over again. Um, April, I'm so impressed. I appreciate you being honest that coming into 2021 has not been typical for you and that you did not feel the magic of the new year that you typically do. But what I've really loved is that you being transparent here, I've still gained so much from this conversation. I've, I keep looking over at my notes because I've written down all your intentions and I'm thinking to myself about my life and about my business and what is it that I want for my life and my business to say this year too in, in 2021. And I think we're all ready for, you know, to throw off that word from last year or those resolutions from last year and be thinking about this year. April, I, before we get off, I want you to share where they can find about created resources and where they can learn a little bit more about you because you are, you are inspirational about how you tackle your life and put God in the center of it. And I'm so blessed to have you as a friend. I, I need people like you in my life. So I'm so appreciative of that. Tell everybody where they can find more about you. Yeah, so it's pretty easy. Created Resources is my business name. Um, and it's createdresources.com is the website. And then Created Resources on Instagram and Facebook. So that's where I am. Pretty easy. And I did write, if you don't mind, I had a question I wrote down. I forgot to share with my intentions. I just jotted it down for myself. But I think it might help some others too as they're maybe thinking through like their goals or intentions. So in cultivating that, that spirit of lightness, I asked myself, what habits do I need to pick up and what habits do I need to set down or let go to pursue this? 
And something the Lord has really just spoken to me so hard about is ruthlessly eliminating distractions. So I would ask you today, if you're, you know, if you're listening, like, what are the distractions in my life? And what, if I ask the Lord, like, what is he going to call me to let down? Because we can't change if we're holding on to the old baggage. And I, I keep thinking of the verse, you know, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus comes to give us life and that more abundantly. Um, and so I know for me, like you mentioned earlier, news and media, like especially social media, that's something the Lord has said, like, you've got to let this sit this down, you know? And I mean, part of it's our attitudes towards it, but I mean, I deleted the Facebook app off my phone this morning because <laughs> I can still access it from the, you know, from the web and there are good, there are groups I'm in on there with other ladies and like, there's good parts to it, but it was causing me more, you know, more stress and distraction than I needed um, in this time. I've still got Instagram on there. I've got some screen time limits on that, but yeah, I just wanted to share those questions kind of as clarifying maybe as you think through your goals and um, I think those are fantastic year. questions. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought up the ruthlessly eliminate distraction because mm -hmm. that is something that, like I said, like I talked about a few minutes ago with being sick and COVID and, and realizing, mm -hmm. cause I wasn't doing anything else other than you know, taking care of my boys and I wasn't doing business. I really could notice what I had, what had become huge distractions for me. And I do agree with you. And I think that this is a problem that a lot of business owners have is that we know social media personally is not healthy for us. Mm -hmm. We don't know, or it's very hard to still be on social media as a business and be attentive there, but not let it then bleed over to distracting us at a very personal and emotional and an emotional level. And so that is something that I'm like you, I'm really focusing on this year um, because I do there. Social media has great sides to it. It really does. Sure. We're not saying it's bad, but, yeah. but there are some very negative sides to it. And it can start to take over your mind and your life before you even realize it. Mm -hmm. Because then, like you said, when you get rid of that app or you don't check it for four days, you realize, oh my gosh, I feel a little differently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel better because I don't know <laughs> what is going on. I, I, I've seen somebody say it that, that we weren't built to know mm -hmm. what 10,000 other people's opinions are. We just weren't built to know that. And especially with people with really large platforms and things are said very ugly about them and about their children and stuff. We weren't built to know that, you know, our minds can't hold right. all that in. And so it's very hard. And so I just think that's a challenge that a lot of business owners face is that they want to be there for their customers. They don't mind it even like they see it as a positive, but there's that very fine line between it then becoming a real emotional problem in your, in your personal life. And, and, and then of course that bleeds over into your business. So that's something right. I'm focused on this year too. And I cannot leave without saying something about your phrase that you read somewhere about better than before. That's so <laughs> yes. important because something I talk to people about all the time is progress over perfection. I yes. love that phrase better than before. Is it better than before? And if it, if it is, then you accomplish something. And that's right. I think that's great. A good friend of mine 
Gary and Kia was just talking about her love for the book Finish by John Acuff. Yeah, that book. I have and I love it. And yeah. you love it. And she, a section we were talking about kind of plays into that better than before. You know, a lot of us will set resolutions. And as soon as that first day, we say, we're going to exercise seven days a week. <laughs> and as soon as we don't exercise on Friday, we're like, well, done. That's it. <laughs> 2021's a wash. It's never going to, I mean, it's horrible. And the premise in his book finish is, but you did exercise Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. So just like you said, are you better than before? Can you run a little further than you or can you lift weight to whatever? And so I was so appreciative of Gary Ann mentioning that book. And so it's definitely something I'm going to look into as well. And especially since you said it's a good one too. So better than before, if we can leave, if we can leave you listeners with um, a phrase, I think that's a good one better than before. So that's right. thank you so much, April Coleman, for being with me. I just love you so much. She is, you will find her on Instagram and her website is Created Resources. Thanks, April. Thank you so much, Rach. It was a joy. Love you. Love you too. Hello, it's me, Rachel, again. There's not much I can add to that episode. You know that typically at the end of each one, I like to list two to three things that I want to remind myself of and remind you. However, April and I kind of did that at the very end of our chat. We were trying to get off Zoom, but things just kept coming out. As I said earlier, better than before really sticks. It really sticks. Because if we can just be better than before, that is definitely getting somewhere. I hope that this episode has been a blessing for you. I hope that it's given you excitement and encouragement And maybe a strategy if you are struggling with getting excited about 2021. I know that April gave me this burst of joy. And I hope listening to her conversation and to how she came about to the word light, which I love. I hope that gives you inspiration for your business. Whether you choose one word, whether you make resolutions or intentions or goals or whatever you call them. I hope this episode helps. And I will say... That if you've decided one of your goals or focus for 2021 is to get to know your ideal customer better. Because I'm telling you guys, that affects everything. Head to my site, inspiretoengage.com slash online courses. I have a course there created. Helps you figure out your ideal customer. And after you do that, you write a story about him or her. Now, the story is important because it helps you when you get stuck writing emails or stuck writing social media posts, or you know that you're going to have a client call. You pull that story out and you get really clear and remind yourself, oh yeah, this is who I serve in my business. And this is the person that loves what I do. They willingly pay me for what it is that I do. I would encourage you to get clear on your ideal customer. Head to my site, inspiretoengage.com slash online courses. But no matter what, I hope that you go into this next week happy and healthy. I hope 2021 greets you kindly. Now, I will not see you or will not talk to you for two weeks. For the first couple of months of 2021, I am doing a podcast episode every other week. It'll be two weeks before I'm in your ear again. Have a wonderful day. Talk soon.